of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning.
morning, people. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Ted Lyons. Father God, we thank you this morning for your goodness, for your mercy, <clears throat> for your steadfast faithfulness towards us who believe. Now, Father, this morning, I ask you to help the tenor that's me to Brother Joe, Jose, Mark, and his family, and each and every tenor wherever they are. I want you, Lord God, to Michael, his family, everyone that you have anointed and placed your specific brother Robert Jessica Brother West Charlie Perez I can't too numerous to even try to call out but this morning I want you to help them put themselves in the hands of the healer this morning. So that Lord God, in the name of Jesus and by the power of your own Holy Spirit, you will begin the manifestation through your Holy Spirit, propelling them, Natasha, Brother Boopy, I can't even begin to remember Sister, uh, Minister Renee, Kim, all Jessalyn, all the people that you are calling forth because you have established them, Deborah, and you have anointed the work of their hands. That you, God, would begin to allow them to put themselves in your hands for healing in order that they might be your hands to a world in need of you and that they might understand that you are using them for a manifestation of your glory on this earth. One, two, one.
unto yourself. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It's a lot of ministers, and I see some of you on this line this morning. Let me tell you, I want to share one thing, and then I'm, uh uh-oh, what's wrong with this? Oh, then I'm going to get into what I'm kind of been uh, in the process of, I guess, but Biggest problem I'm seeing going into this year is to be with the brethren. Some of you have just gotten tired, a little tired in your soul. And the reason you got a little tired is because that devil just came out of all kind of different directions. Coming to the close of this year, past year, he came out of all kind of boxes. And, you know, for years, I used to say, like, um, Take God out the box. Don't limit God. Take the limitations of God. But going into 5781, I see it differently. And I need eight people to post this. Quickly, God, I'm taking the limits off myself. Can you post that? God, I'm taking the limits off myself. That's the problem. That's the problem. I said I need, yeah, I don't see enough. God, I'm taking the limits off, Jose, off. See right there? He messed himself up. One word, just like Eve, can twist you around and cause you to miss the blessing. God, I'm taking the limits off myself that you never put on me. God never put those limits on you and me that we put on ourselves. And you got to recognize this. And you got to speak this thing into existence as God begins to make it happen. I said, you got to speak this thing into existence as God begins to make it happen. And I need you, Ted Liners, this morning, 
in the name of Jesus to repent. You need to repent. You need to tell God I'm sorry. And you need you need to tell God I'm ready to change. And I'm ready. Lord God, I need you to take the limits off of me that I placed on myself. And I've been living under these limitations placed upon me by me. Not by you, God. So how many of you think I don't know what I'm saying? I know what I'm saying. I'm saying exactly to you what the Holy Ghost said to me. I did not place those limitations on you. You did. That's what God told me. And I think I'm pretty open. I think I'm pretty, uh, you know. But God said the limitations that are in manifestation in my life and in your life have been placed on us by us, not him. So naturally, I don't even, I haven't even had time to get the scripture. But I said, could you just give me one since I got to open up this deadline? Believe me, I was going another way. He said, yeah, I can give it, I can give you a whole bunch. But let me just give you the biggest one. I said, okay, thank you. I need somebody to find this scripture. In the beginning, God created. In the beginning, God created. Can you find that scripture for me and post it? I said, I I, I, I understand that, God. I understand that. But where did I place limits upon myself? He said, okay. I'll show you. I'm glad you asked him so I could take them off. Created he them, both male and female. Created he them. I said, okay. See, sometimes God will give me to the end, then he'll take me to the beginning. Let us make man in our image. And in our likeness, our, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, created he them in our image and in our likeness. So then the Holy Spirit said, where is there any limit in that, Erica? Show me the limit. I couldn't show him because I knew. I'm not that stupid to think Holy Spirit would tell me something that don't exist. He said, you need to repent and change. And you need to take the limits off yourself that you put on yourself. Because I never put any limits on you. I said, yeah. I said, can you back it up one more time so I get this? So when I tell it to people, they won't be looking at me like I'm crazy. Oh, sure. He said, I said it in the New Testament. 
And I said it in the Old Testament. I said, okay. Somebody post Isaiah 61 and 1, and somebody else post Luke 4, 18. Isaiah 61 and 1. I don't want to make no mistake. Isaiah 61 and 1. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are Can somebody else post Mark chapter 16? The Great Commission. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mark 16. Mark 16, I'm sorry, 15 through 20. Mark 16. Can you repost it? Thank you, Jose. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them. And confirming the word with signs following. I need. Hold on. on 
says, Second Peter 1 and 3. Second Peter 1 and 3. Second Peter 1 and 3. <clears throat> Listen. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath caused us to glory and virtue. problem I'm seeing arising is that just what the Lord told me you have developed a limiting mindset with regard to God's ability Too many of you have taken on the devil's word. Too many of you have perverted and twisted twisted God's word to, to mean what you think it's supposed to mean, and it ain't working for you, because it can't. Because it can't. You have set limits based on your own personal experience, based upon what has happened in your own life, you think you got the answer and you re- disregard the truth and the answer. And it ain't been working for you. And guess what? It never will. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of me. Learn of me. Learn of me. If you think you got the answer, and if you think you know so much, why aren't you like Enoch caught away up to God with him? Because it don't work like that. It doesn't work. The person that has gotten you in the most trouble of your own life is what? Your own failure to recognize and obey God because of your own limiting beliefs. Not God. Your own limiting beliefs got you in the mess you in right now. Some of you in more mess than others. But we're not supposed to be in any mess. Because God said I have already given you all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of Jesus, through the knowledge of himself. And he already provided the power to bring it into manifestation through his own Holy Spirit that's supposed to be living in you. But you think you know more, so you overrule you overrule. Why? Because you have a will. 
but your brain has messed you up. Because your brain can know God, but your brain can overrule the fact that God doesn't does not does not commune with you through your brain. He communes with us through our heart. I'm not talking about that thing that pumps blood either. I'm talking about through your heart. And through the knowledge that you think you got, which will never overrule God's information to you, which can never even equal God's wisdom. You are the problem. I'm going to give you an example. Do you think it takes God, I mean, honestly, do you think it takes God any more effort to give you a dollar as it does for him to give you a hundred million? Answer that, somebody. Do you think it takes God more effort to open blind eyes than it does to cure cancer? Answer it. Do you think it takes God more effort for him to love you as it does for him to love a serial rapist. Truthfully, answer that. I have you limited him. Do you think it takes To work through you to love your wife or love your husband. Then it took him to love you when you were a wreck sinner out there. Answer that question. Why have you limited God? You are the problem. You have limited God. Well, God can't. There is nothing. Nothing that God can't. Because God is the great I can. (laughs) I will. I am. You need to repent this morning. You need to tell God I'm sorry. And you need to change. You need to start right now. Thank God. Say, 
and placed the stars in the sky. The same God that spoke the world into existence. The same God never said, well, Laura, I'm going to create you in my image. But Laura, I'm going to withhold my own ability in you to open the blind eyes that I open repeatedly. Dumb! It's just dumb! God said, when I place my spirit in you, I place all that I am, all that I will ever be, all of me in you. Show me. Show me. Better yet, show yourself. Where God said, but to you. You better take the limits off yourself that God never put on you. And then, not only did you limit yourself, you slapped God in the face. Well, Erica, how did I slap him in the face? You slapped him in the face when you called him a liar. Well, Erica, you're going too far now. I ain't never called God no liar. Yes, you did. God said, lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. God said, cast out devils, and they will go. God said it. He never retracted it. You did. Well, I know God said it, but I know God said it, but I know God said this in his word, but, but, but every time you said but, your goat nature came up and you became more and more and more full. Of limits. You never limited God. You limited yourself with a lie. Well, what's the lie? Doubt and unbelief. God said it. You didn't believe it. You didn't act like you believed it. You didn't do what a person would do who believes it. You listen to the lies of the devil. Well, you know, um, God ain't here no more. Yes, he is. You didn't talk back to the devil. You didn't even try 
to tell the devil the truth. Because if you would have told the devil the truth, he had to listen. You have not such a high priest that has not what experienced everything you're going to go through on this earth. So instead of putting a limit on the devil, you put the limit on you. Thereby, when you put the limit on you, you limited God's ability to work through you. Yes! But if he ain't there no more, repent. Repent. Repent! Not just with your mouth. See your own shortcomings. See! See it! Well, I need a house. I think we got three or four people that got houses. Well, I need a job. We got three, four, five people got jobs. Well, I need, I need. God said, you have no need. I can't fulfill. But you said, oh, no, God. No, no, no. You can't do that. You can do this, but you can't do that. Repent. Well, God, I know you. I know you don't do this. The Bible says nothing is impossible with God. Well, God, what you should have said would have been, well, I just don't believe you could do this, God. Get yourself off that seesaw. Bring yourself, I don't even know where this crazy term, manic, depressive, should ever apply to a believer. I don't see where this term, uh, what do they call it? Um, or they, they labeling everybody with it nowadays. It ain't in the Bible. It should not apply to a believer. There's no such thing, there should be no such thing as a Christian believer labeled schizophrenic, bipolar. The devil is a liar. Ain't no bipolar Christian. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. God love you so much. He bringing you through there. Once again, giving you an opportunity to repent. What God Penrod say, trade them sorrows. Repent for believing all them lies. The Bible said Jesus was on the ship, sound asleep, a storm arose. All his so-called believing uh, 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 disciples were so scared. Jesus, they woke him up. He rebuked the storm, went back to sleep. 
not you. You still looking at the storm. You still empowering the storm. Repent for all those limitations you have allowed the devil to put on you and you have put on yourself. This is a serious headline this morning. I hope you get it. I don't want you to come into agreement with me. I want you to come into agreement with the word of God. I want you to come into agreement with God's plan. With God's destiny for your own life. It'll never happen as long as you blocking it. You can't even blame the devil for this. You can't blame the devil. The devil is doing his job. The devil's job is to bring you into doubt and unbelief. The devil's job is to make you doubt God's ability. The devil's job is to make you doubt God's ability in you.
got something to tell the devil. I got something to tell you that are here. I'm not where you are. I don't want to be where you are. I used to be where you are. Devil! I'm defeated in Christ in heavenly places. I know who I am in Christ.